Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome to The Wave. It's the weekly news and chat show from the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. Adam, how are you? I am very good, Nick. How are you? Excellent. Good. Bit cold. It's chilly. It is chilly. (laughs) Because uh, just crossing the road from my car to your house, (laughs) just the rain in my face, cold, wet, not very nice. There's a couple of inches of snow on the floor. That's why. Yeah. Had a bit of a snow day. Yeah. In the old UK. Did you were you okay on my drive? It's a bit treacherous. It's yes, like an fine. ice rink. Yeah. I nearly stacked it three times this morning whilst Got I was clearing the car. I put a stud on, so we were all right. <laughs> oh not on my new drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a been a horrendous week. Not fun weather wise. But it's warm in here. We're all nice and cozy on the stream boat. We're gonna be uh we're gonna be warmed by the glow of news. Yes. And indeed chat. <laughs> and so. Netflix in general. What more could you ask for? I fixed the mic stands. Excellent. Uh, hopefully they'll be okay now. Yeah. Turns uh, out hopefully. you can just tighten them up. <laughs> we didn't need new ones after all. Hopefully there will be no droopage. I've had a bit of a tidy up in here as well. Ready for it. It's going to be good. decorated soon. So yeah. we're uh, getting a new look stream boat soon. Spring cleaning ahoy. Absolutely. Getting, getting nesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, and look, it may be terrible weather, but it's still daylight. Yeah, still, it's like, what, nearly six o'clock, yeah. still daylight. We're good. Summer's on its way. Summer's coming, thank God. Yeah. You can't wait. How have you been? How's your week been? Have you got any gossip? Uh, I've been pretty good. Um, I have, uh, well, no, because it's only been like five days since we last recorded. True, yeah, we were late so recording I don't last think I've got too much. Uh, my child is now better. Cool, yeah, we had an ill child on the show. On the ship a last, slight last peek week. behind the curtain, which we didn't mention last week. No, we didn't. Was that we were babysitting and recording at the same time we were uh, it's not babysitting for me no, it's, it's your child so and it's not technically for me when the parents in the room <laughs> well true so she was just we, we were in charge we just left it to took disney plus on and left her the, that did the babysitting yeah disney plus did the babysitting that's what yeah, it's exactly. there for even she couldn't find anything on netflix she's much she's much better now good uh, i'm so, glad yeah I'm glad. fine and uh, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think too much more has happened in my life in the last five days. No, apart from I've watched some stuff on Netflix and I've watched this movie, which we're going to talk about on Thursday. Which movie? Uh, we are going to talk about Rose Island. We are indeed. Which definitely is a movie that may be long for summer. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a summer movie, wasn't it? Uh, which is an Italian. Would you say rom com? But I wouldn't say. No, I, don't I don't think, think that's would. the main thing. No, I'd just say. Drama. Yeah, comedy drama. But, yeah, I don't even know if I'd call it a comedy. It's... There was a bit of comedy. Yeah, it's a bit there. funny. Yeah, maybe. We'll it was discuss funny that when that man yeah. went on fire. Yeah, that was quite funny. <laughs> For that tease. Funnier than the when the man went on fire the week before. Yeah. <laughs> Come and uh, listen to us talk about Rose Island on Thursday. And last week we talked about Headshot, which we did. is a very different movie. It was an <laughs> ultra-violent Indonesian action flick. It was indeed. I enjoyed it. Thoughts on it since? Yeah, I still enjoyed it. Yeah, same. Like, just, just if you're in fun, that mood it? for that yeah, stupid violence, it was well done. It was slick. It was fun as yeah. far as these things Yeah, go. it was. I it was a good time. one of those great little action flicks. Yeah. Perfect yeah. for watching with mum and dad. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. And a <laughs> cup of tea and a piece of cake. Yeah, if you want, if you're in, <laughs> if that's the sort of family you're in, I can't see why not. <laughs> Cool. Um, you could watch any film with your <laughs> mum and dad and a piece of cake, just depending on the uh, relationship with your parents. Yeah, true, true. Some of them you wouldn't want to. No. Some you would. <laughs> Go to the cinema tomorrow. 
Okay, what you got lined up? To, uh, I've got Scream 6 lined up. For tomorrow, oh, excellent. Right? And then on Monday, I'm going again. I've got Pearl okay. lined up, which it looks quite good. Yeah. So I'm excited for that one. That's an unlimited screen. I've seen, without getting into any detail, I've seen that Scream 6 seems to have some pretty solid reviews. Yeah, it's doing all right so far. I just want it to be stupid. As long as it's yeah. stupid, I don't care. I've gone past the point of them, that franchise being, I'm like not expecting it to be like groundbreaking now. I just want it to be silly fun. Yeah. That's all I want from it. I'm pretty confident you, you mm, might I think I'll be all right after. with it. I think I'll be all right with it. So, yes, yeah. I've got two books over the next week, so I'll report back on next week's way. Yeah, let, let us know. Absolutely. Let Shall we know. do some Netflix news? Let's do it. Where are we starting this week? Uh, this week, we are going to start uh, with Netflix's announcement that they are reuniting uh, Michael Shaw, okay. who... The guy from The Good Place. You will know for... He was showrunner of The Good Place. Yeah. Uh, and also co-creator of Parks and Recreation and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, is developing a show for Netflix. And guess who he's got on board to star in it? I don't need to. I can see it written down in front of me. Right. It's Ted Danson. <laughs> Excellent. Also from The, the Good reuni- Place. The reunion of Danson and Shaw. Yeah. Uh, the Mole Agent is the show in question. It tells the story of a private investigator that is look- looking into claims of elder abuse at a nursing home. He then hires an older man to pose as a mole in the senior living facility and help find out if there is any truth to the allegations. Danson will play the role of Charles, the, the man hired as the mole. I was just going to say, I wonder if he's playing the older man. <laughs> uh the, I feel like we've grown up with Ted Danson. When we were kids, he was the sexy man. <laughs> and now he's the older man. <laughs> he's like, now he's the grandpa. Yeah. How old is he? I don't he's, know. He's you one can of find those that guys out. that just always seems to have been there, doesn't he? He's like, he never gets more famous or less famous. He's just... No, he's never not he's been in something, has he? Yeah. I guess. You just uh, never hear of his private life. Either. You never hear of anything yeah. going on. He's never caused any controversy or anything, I don't think. He's just one of those guys. Uh, Netflix has ordered eight episodes Excellent. of the new series. It doesn't technically have an official title yet. Uh, I was guess it might be something to do with moles. The mole uh, agents is fine with me. I don't mind it. So um, he's seventy-five. Really? Yes. Okay. Same age as Eugene Levy. Okay. Good which to know. I've learned this week, and we'll come up later on in the show. Good to know. <laughs> so I mean, look, there's some pedigree. Yep. Even with just those two names, and I'm sure more will be added. Yeah, definitely. There'll there'll be a cast around him. He's not going to do it on his own, is he? As uh, as that uh, yeah, gathers pace. Excellent. We'll keep our eye on that one. Let you know when we have more on it. I'm excited. Uh, interestingly, this week, hmm. uh, the CEO of Cinemark, okay, uh, a, a a chain over in the states, uh, Sean Gamble, has been taking a few pops at streaming services this week oh okay has he why um basically sort of outlining how much they were disappointed and only his chain but the industry in general and how much money netflix left on the table uh with glass onion oh, with it's, few, it's weeks a few it's ceos have said this now haven't they cinema release yeah i mean it's not it's not your movie. Can you really moan about it? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it's all right saying Netflix have left money on the table. They've left money on the table for those people. Yeah. Haven't left but, money but on the... It means you're not getting a slice yeah. of that pie. <laughs> it means all Netflix did was released it. We're like, 
tease it a little bit into the, the theatres yeah. and then make people watch it at home. That's exactly what and they, were. they knew I, what they were doing. Is it a vicious circle? Because let's say, for example, Netflix said, right, Glass Onion, we're going to put it in cinemas for a month. Yeah. Or six weeks or two months. It doesn't matter. But yeah. a longer period of time. And then it was coming out to Netflix. Yeah. Are they basing that, oh, we've we've left money you've left money on the table because they saw really high numbers for a week yeah because people who really wanted to see it at the cinema are going to go out of the way to do it yeah if it's three weeks into a four-week run are people going to go oh, i could go to the cinema but in 10 days it's going to be on netflix yeah it's exactly and, what it, happened. and it's a week maybe is the sweet spot yeah i don't know don't know um, they just tease people with it they were like here's this film at the cinema next week you can watch it on netflix but Gamble continued and said, uh, we are slightly encouraged by some upcoming movies, uh, decisions from streamers. So Ben Affleck's upcoming sports drama, Air, from Amazon, is going to be uh, opening in theatres worldwide on April the 5th. Okay. Before then coming out on Prime Video. Uh, yeah. Uh, Gamble said, we thought they left money on the table. We were disappointed they didn't take advantage of a more significant theatrical release just based on the overwhelming consumer demand. Mm, it's a strange one because Netflix released a lot of films that never go to the cinema. Indeed. So it's like, are they leaving money on the table by doing that? Yeah. It's not Netflix's business model. They want you to No, it never has Netflix. been. No. They're only doing it. Could you could you argue that that week's a week extra you shouldn't have? Had? Yeah. <laughs> so you yeah. can twist. You've, made, you you've can actually given you some money you because most of Netflix films you don't make any money from. So I don't know. It's, it is. A, you can kind of see it from both sides of the story. I don't, nobody wants to see cinemas go under, but at the same time, is and Netflix going to single handedly cause that? Yeah. Later on in the interview, he was sort of fishing with um, with uh, Apple as well, saying, "Well, we." Apple are going to invest a lot more in movies, so we hope that they'll consider limited <laughs> theatrical ones as well. So I get it; it's tough. It's a tough, tough for cinemas, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like they just need to alter their business model slightly. I mean, the cinemas have always been the same, no matter what, and it doesn't seem like it'd take much to alter a business model. Yeah. Well, do you know? Obviously, Netflix aren't short of a pound or two. No, absolutely not. And. Maybe it's that extra income from that week of Glass Onion being in the cinema <laughs> yeah. that has caused them to sign off $130 million for Nancy Meyer's directed rom-com. $130 million for a rom-com? Yeah. Wow. Uh, look, I get... It's got to have quite the cast in it. She, she's, she's a big name. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's not directed a movie since 2015. Wow, okay. Which was the intern, which I think is Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway. I think. Yes, I think you might be right. Um, is James Franco in that? I feel like he might be. Possibly. Uh, I can only assume that a lot of this one hundred and thirty million dollar plus budget is going on salary. Yeah, of course. Because who's in it? Uh, circling this movie are Michael Fassbender. Okay. Uh, Penelope Cruz. Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Owen Wilson and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, that's quite the cast. Yeah. But all of those are demanding big budgets, I would think. Uh, Myers will write, direct and produce the comedy, uh, which is currently known as Paris Paramount, although that is very much thought to be a working title. Let's hope so, because it's terrible. And uh, 
people believe is going to be loosely based on Maya's own life. Oh, okay. Love uh, directors seem to be doing that. <laughs> with a story centering on a talented young writer-director who falls in love with the producer, with the pair making several successful films before calling it quits romantically and professionally. However, the two are forced back together when a great new project arises and they find themselves teaming up again and having to deal with high stakes and volatile stars. Sounds like it could be a bit meta. Um, that's a lot of money. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of money. Isn't it? It is, yeah. I wonder if people are going to be playing themselves in that and that sort of thing then if we're going real life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the uh, Hollywood Reporter uh, says that the budget is in the $130 million to $150 million range. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of money for a rom-com. We've, you can't imagine there's going to be many explosions or CGI <laughs> and things like that going <laughs> on. You never know. But if it's going to be based in Hollywood, they might be like making a film inside a film. Maybe. You never know. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, this one? I know people get really excited when we talk about like a new button. Or We'd a love a new, new button feature on Netflix. What's on happening? Netflix. Well, I am here to if you're one of those people make you happy because i can uh report that as of now you can on netflix customize the appearance of your subtitles amazing <laughs> why uh you can adjust the not only the size but also the style of your text okay uh announced this week uh netflix says you Users can now toggle subtitle text size between small, medium, and large uh, and alter the overall appearance of the text to make it easier to read. You have your default white. Yep. Which everyone sure will be used to. Uh, plus other options. So you can have um, a light option, which is black text with a white black background. Okay. Drop shadow, white text on a black background. Yeah. Or contrast, yellow text. On a black background. I suppose if it helps people, then there's nothing wrong with that, is there? It's a good thing. What what would be your pick? What would you choose? Definitely not that black on the white. That looks awful. No, that's horrible. <laughs> uh, I, it's like an I quite like the standard white. Yeah, you are quite blunt. But you're not going to go for yellow. I think yellow might might. <laughs> d- yeah, it's, it's <laughs> the Star Wars text. Yeah. <laughs> it fades up the screen as well. As uh, so I think possibly yellow. Okay. Yeah. Might, might might end up being my go-to. Let's have a play with that, because we do watch quite a few films with subtitles, and this week's film we're doing on Thursday, <laughs> subtitles. Would you rather have customizables? if you could only have one, yeah. which now you can, but yeah. if it was up to you, would you rather have customizable subtitle options or the shuffle button? Customizable subtitles. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> I've never I've never used that shuffle button, the one that disappeared without nobody noticing. Yeah. Cool. Let us know if you're going to customise your subtitles. <laughs> yeah. For what reason? <laughs> Tell us the pros and cons of <laughs> the subtitle choice. Uh, another new show coming uh, to Netflix is uh, a murder mystery show from Shonda Rhimes. Okay. Uh, who has basically got the keys to the kingdom yeah. at Netflix after Bridgerton. Uh you know, there's a there's a Bridgerton spin-off coming later this summer. Oh, was there? I think, I believe, okay. about the Queen uh, in that show. Uh, and uh, they've also announced that The Residence is coming to Netflix. 
uh next year i presume uh it's from like i say from from shondaland shonda rhymes's company uh, and it is a murder mystery which will star uzo aduba from orange is the new black okay yeah i do that is she will be the lead yeah uh, and she has been joined it's been announced this week by randall park excellent well he is out of a job since his last netflix show got cancelled so uh yeah uh Shondaland made The Watcher, didn't they? Yeah, I think Recently. so. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they did. Uh, Aduba will play an eccentric detective named Cordelia Cup. Great name. Um, she will be accompanied by uh, Randall Park playing uh, the role of FBI Special Agent Edwin Park. Oh, doesn't even need to uh, lead a, learn a new surname. With uh, Spencer Garrett uh, playing FBI Director Wally Glick. <laughs> What a wonderful name. I love it. I love that. Wally Glick. Yeah. Randall Park Mr. plays Glick. FBI agents and cops quite a lot, doesn't he? Yeah. He does a bit. Um, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, an eccentric detective show. Uh, the Residence, Netflix says, is a screwball whodunit set in the upstairs, downstairs, and backstairs of the White House oh. among, the, among the eclectic staff of the world's most famous mansion. Um, Andre Brower is also in it. Oh, wow. Okay. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Uh, Jason Lee. Jason Lee? Where have they dug Jason <laughs> Lee up from? He <laughs> got cancelled years ago. Did they have ago, to get him out he? of, like, a the Scientology cancel prison? Nothing. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I thought he'd been gone, got done and dusted a long time. Uh, and uh, Ken Marino. Okay. So quite, quite a good cast, Big cast coming yeah. along for that. Um, Jason Lee. Wow. There's a name I never thought I'd hear again. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. We'll look forward to that. That sounds good. Shondaland's always good, isn't it? I think of this week's news, this will excite you the most. Yep, I think you're right. I've just read the headline. This is the fact that friends of the show, I think I can say that because we've had an interaction on this. We have, that's true. Uh, (laughs) Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead. Yep. uh, If not immediately, because they're quite busy uh, (laughs) doing Loki season two. Yep. uh, That must be nearly done, though. You'd think so. Yeah. are planning uh, to go back to the Endless universe. Okay, awesome. Uh, and the Endless is a show we uh, is a movie we've watched on this show many years ago now. But yeah, yeah, in an earlier two, season. maybe two or three. Um, which so kind of seems to have well. gathered cult cultness. Yes, yeah, I think so. I think I'm those... not saying it's our it's because of us. No, it is. <laughs> probably is. I think those two have gathered a cool following. Those two have, and people have then people gone, have back gone back and, and found there. their earlier work. Yeah. Um, it's a great film as well. And their recent one with uh, Anthony Mackie was really good. I can't remember what that was called. Synchronic? Synchronic, That yeah. was really good. I enjoyed that. Uh, the, the duo recently did an interview with their Script Apart podcast, uh, which said that one of the, the next projects they want to go on to once they're finished with Marvel uh, is a series. Set okay. in the same continuity as The Endless. Uh, and it will specifically focus on the characters from that movie, Aaron and Justin. They played they play themselves or played versions of themselves yeah. in that movie, yeah. yeah. Uh, Benson said, Even now, our nights and weekends are spent working on what is our next thing for our independent output. Essentially, hope and hopefully it will be a TV show 
at smallest another indie film it's set in the endless universe that's where we are putting all of our passion the main characters are aaron and justin again but that's as far that's as much as we're willing to say right now what i can say is that i am stunned by how good it is wow uh, I wish I could get onto the plot details, um, but it could easily be the thing that if we died right after it finished, we'd be like, okay, cool, I did it. That's the one to go out on. Oh, that's exciting. How can you be that excited about something you're working on yourself? <laughs> that's really cool. Because um, if you remember at the end of The Endless, I'm going to go spoilers. Do it. Uh, we, they we've es- literally spoiled the whole thing. They, the they escaped from that time traveling yeah, it's like a time time loopy, loopy movie, cult in the desert yeah. i didn't know yes uh, and, but they'd found loads of other little t- there was loads of time loops all over wasn't there? yeah there were little like pockets domes of time loops yeah, yeah so maybe they just fall into another one uh, i do like that they're referring it to is it referring to it as the shitty carl cinematic <laughs> universe remember shitty <laughs> carl, carl i do remember shitty carl he was a shit <laughs> go back and listen to our episode on the endless yeah That's their funny. other movies are set in that yeah, all I think all of them are universe, but that this is specifically a continuation of Aaron and Justin's story from the endless. Okay, so yeah, yeah, they do like if you've not heard of them before, they do like weird, timey wimey movies. Yeah, they did. They did a couple of episodes of Moon Knight, didn't they? They did. They directed a couple of Moon Knights, yeah. and then they were given the keys to Loki season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big things from those two. Good for them. Excellent next do people like star wars i guess they do do. uh there have been some updates this week uh we gave star wars a a bit of stick last week in our real talk yeah we did uh, and quite rightly it was mentioned that there has not been a new star wars movie since 2019 because of how terrible that one was yeah uh some updates this week uh is that it seems official that previously announced Star Wars movie by Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins yeah. is shelved. Okay. Uh, she Done. was she was working on Rogue Squadron, a standalone film about a new generation of starfighter pilots in a boundary-pushing, high-speed thrill ride. I think basically Top Gun, but in an X-Wing. Okay. Uh, that's not happening That's anymore. not happening now. Uh, neither is uh, an unannounced, untitled marvel movie that kevin feige was going to produce oh wow uh because he's busy how's he got time yeah exactly <laughs> they've kind of worked out he won't be busy for several years right uh, <laughs> he was him and uh michael waldron had been hired to produce a script uh unfortunately waldron's now got to write two avengers movies right. so disney disney's Which not kevin not feige really would have employed him to do <laughs> yeah <laughs> This okay. planning is not coming across well here. No. Um, yeah, there's 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 no. Um, similarly, Ryan Johnson, who signed up for a, a new Star Wars trilogy, yeah. can't do that because he's busy signed making uh, Benoit Blanc movies. Uh, so the only it's very confusing previously announced Star Wars movie that is still not yet been shelved, right? Although. Probably hasn't officially been said is still going ahead. Right. Is uh, is is that they they signed up Taika Waititi to do one. Right. Okay. Uh, you don't show Taika Waititi. <laughs> yeah, but then we'll probably give him another Marvel movie. Yeah. To do why not? Instead. The last one went down so well. He has done. He. I think he. Di- he's. He's voiced 
and I think he directed a couple of Mandalorian episodes. Okay. So at least he's got his he's got his toe in the door. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, all I don't say all change, all not happening in the Star Wars movie universe anyway. Oh well, sure some people are disappointed, but not, <laughs> I, I don't imagine many people are. Uh, final bit of news, bit of sad news, okay. and that is just the passing of Tom Sizemore. Yeah, I saw this. This is really sad. Really young as well. Only sixty-one. Yeah, and a real sort of, you know, never, never necessarily a leading man, but he could be a real show stealer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, just always think there, of him, Black Hawk Down, Saving Private Ryan. He's great in Heat. Yeah. You know, just yeah, his demons got the better of him eventually. Yeah, it sounds he, like it. Uh, yeah, not good. But uh, yeah, rest in peace. Hundred percent. That's it. That's the news. Good news. Well done. How have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? I've watched a couple of things. I've watched the first two episodes of The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. Okay, the new series. Yeah. How and how? Not how. how? Not how. I pointed the. <laughs> how are they? <laughs> good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I don't really watch. I don't watch all the Star Wars things. Yeah, but you do watch Mando. Yeah, it's good. Cool. I. It's just. I mean, nothing. Nothing's really happened, or if stuff's happened. <laughs> It's over my head and it doesn't mean much to me as a casual viewer. Okay. But good action, looks expensive, Baby Yoda's cool. <laughs> Baby Yoda's I can cool. see why this show is a yeah. zeitgeist show. Because it's people round, walking around in really cool costumes yeah. with cute aliens. I didn't even know it was coming back. I, just, I hadn't stuff. seen any like advertising for yeah. it or anything. It just seemed to appear one day. But it's here. It's Excellent. Here. Are you going to watch the rest of it? Stick with it? Yeah, probably, because they're only quite short episodes. Yeah, they're only like half an hour, aren't they? So, yeah. Excellent. Cool. Anything else? Uh, I've watched on Netflix uh, the Jamie Dimitri comedy special. Me too. A whole lifetime. Yeah. Thoughts? It took me a couple of minutes to tune in. Yeah, I get it. Once I was on it, I was like, yeah, I get it. Okay, I know what he's doing. I get in this now. Yeah. Some of it is fantastic. Yeah. Sort of like really good. But it's batshit crazy. I uh, 100% know my wife would hate it. Yes, 100% I know your wife would hate it. <laughs> I thought I, it really made me chuckle. Yeah, it really made me laugh. Some of the sketches in there. It's, it's basically a series of sketches that follow a life's journey. Yeah. So he starts off as a baby, then teenagers, adulthood. Yeah. The old man at the end. The little old man who was dying. Yeah. Was fucking brilliant. That was absolutely brilliant. And the old man who was who his wife hated him yeah. when they were eating dinner. I loved that. But the the highlight for me was the the man who wanted to mo- strangle all of his all friends. friends and family. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. just wanted to strangle them. Yeah. I feel like that myself sometimes. That was really well done. It's I, only I, an hour long, and it's it is really it's worth checking out. <laughs> but also, equally, the guy who just for five minutes got his bag caught on the door. <laughs> that was making me piss. <laughs> that was really making, yeah, He just kept walking into his office and got the bag caught on the door yeah. every time. And then he walked in and didn't have his bag. And yeah, that like, was oh, the my bag one, in the I car. forgot my bag. <laughs> so funny yeah Jamie Dimitri is a genius and I think that that kind of proves it uh, it's not for everyone but no, it's I know it was for, for me so. it was 100% for me that's my sort of uh, my sort of comedy anything else? Uh, I think that's pretty much it how about you? I've done a couple of things on Apple TV this week oh I've um, renewed my Apple TV subscription because Ted Lasso is back okay. next week so I wanted to get in on that. So whilst I'd got it, I thought, well, I'm, a lot of people have been telling me to watch this show called Blackbird. So I'm like, I yeah. need to watch this show called Blackbird. And 
I am so happy I did it. It's absolutely amazing. This is is this a show? Is this the Paul Walter Hauser yes, show? Yes, Paul Walter Hauser. Golden Globe, didn't yes, he? Yes, it did. Yes, he did. Paul Walter Hauser and Taron Egerton. Yeah. Um, basically, Paul Walter Hauser is in prison for a, a crime. He, they know he's done a lot more crimes. Taron Egerton gets arrested for drug dealing. And they say to him, look, we'll commute your sentence if you can get a confession out of this guy. Okay. Go into this mental institution because he's a bit crazy. Get the confession out of him and we'll commute your sentence. And the relationship that builds between those two. I haven't seen anything like it in years. Cool. It's, it's, they're so good, both of them. Paul Walter Hauser is amazing in it. Yeah. And there's one scene in the fifth episode, I think. And I was just I was open-mouthed watching them act. They were, they were remarkable. I would highly recommend that. It's worth the Apple Plus subscription, I'm yeah. saying. It's a really good show. Um, and then, because I got the Apple TV subscription, I was like, I'm going to try this. Have you heard of The Reluctant Traveller? I do, I think so. It is Eugene Levy's new travel show. Oh, brilliant. So he is going around the world, visiting places that he hasn't, well, that he's never been to, hmm. but he also hates traveling. Oh, okay. And even if he has to travel for work, he doesn't never leave the hotel. He right. just... He's not a adventurous guy. He just has no interest in the world. Uh, he just wants to sit in the hotel and do his job and come home and just be with okay. his family. And so he's gone around the world. I think there's eight episodes. I've done four to visit these. Um, they put him up in these amazing hotels and these amazing places. And he's just like, oh, really? <laughs> and it's so. And he's 75 years old. Uh, the first episode he goes to Finland. So do they actually get him out doing stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he, like he goes dog to, sledding or something. Yeah, he does go dog sledding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does go dog sledding. And the, the one point he's going, he goes um, ice fishing with this family, this bloke yeah. and his six-year-old son. And they make him drill this hole in the ice. And they're both, this man's like our age, built like a brick shed house. Yeah. His son's six years old. And they're watching this 75-year-old man trying to drill a hole in the ice. I'm like, this feels uncomfortable. <laughs> but he, and he can't do it, but oh, it's so good. It's really, it's a really good show. It's really interesting as well. Because the, the best one he's done so far is that he only goes to Utah. Right. But he's in the desert and he goes to this desert hotel that's £3,000 a night. Yeah. And it's just an amazing place. It's all built, it's all carved into the side of the rocks. And okay. Yeah, definitely. If you've got Apple TV, definitely check it out. If you find Eugene Levy funny, check it out. Because it, it's just him being him. Awesome. And not wanting to be in any of these wonderful <laughs> places. I've watched Finland, Costa Rica, Venice and Utah so far. Nice. So, yeah, it's really good. And if I if I look that good when I'm 75, I'll be well happy. Because that guy's a good-looking man. How does he look better at 70? He looks better at 75 than probably, you know, in his 50s. Yeah, 100%. He absolutely does. He looks great. Yeah. For 75, he looks great. His hair's amazing. I love his hair. Yeah. But And everywhere he goes, ev- people know who he is because yeah. of American Pie. Sure. Like, he went to this, like... Your son fucked a pie. <laughs> yeah. He went. He was in the middle of nowhere in Costa Rica, and this, these people were just coming up to him and like, oh, "I loved you in American Pie." Amazing. He's treated like a hero everywhere he goes because of who he is. Yeah, I would highly recommend the Reluctant. It's called the Reluctant Traveler. I think there's eight episodes all together on Apple TV. Nice. Check it out. Uh, but I think that's all I've done. Def- but definitely check both of those two. I, I, I should maybe look at Apple TV for a bit. There's some really good stuff, stuff on there. The, yeah. That new one with Jason Segel's new show is supposed to be really good. Yeah, I think it's called Shrinkers. Yeah, Harrison Ford. Yes, yeah. I think that's supposed to be really good as well. So that might be next on my list. But yeah, the, apart from the Jamie Dimitri thing, I still haven't watched anything on Netflix. It okay. just doesn't seem to be anything dragging me in. I that. think I've done one more episode of Alice in Borderland. Okay. Yeah, my same comments as last week. Good. Too long. <laughs> Why the episodes split in the middle? It's happened again now. It's happened again. Yeah. Fuck that. That might put me. So off they're like completely. they've they've they've. 
they've ended they end the episode halfway through a game and then so you you get your game half of the previous episode yeah. half of the next episode and then it literally fades to black in the middle of the episode and you go back to the other characters and see what they're doing no, it's, it's a really weird structure it's like it's like it's been filmed all in one and then chopped up yeah but it's like a reality show structure it's it's it, it annoyed me when the this episode finished so it really annoyed me I don't mind a cliffhanger, but that's not a cliffhanger. No, what you've got it's there. not that's, a cliffhanger. It's just it's like, just, oh, we're just stopping it. We're there, just stopping we? it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not for me. Yeah, what a shame. Right, how are we doing for time? Still got a little bit. Should we do for the Netflix top ten? Let's do that. We've not done that. Not done that for a while. For a little while. So I've, I've pulled up the Netflix top ten in the United Kingdom. Okay. Because you can do that now on uh, top ten dot You can pick whatever country you want. Uh, it's a pretty new. I would almost call it a virgin chart. Okay. <laughs> There's a. Uh, there's only one film that's done more than two weeks in this top ten. So, so well, then there must be plenty of stuff to watch. Yeah, let's go through this list and see if there is. <laughs> um, number ten is Paul Bart, Paul Blart, Mall Cop Two. Uh, sorry, I've not seen the first one. I can't <laughs> go and watch the second one. I've seen the first one, and I haven't seen the second one. Well, there you go. I have no intention to have seen the second one. I mean, does it <laughs> to go exactly back on what I just said? Is that part of the problem? If if Paul Blart Mall Cop Two is in the top ten, is in the top ten on Netflix UK, maybe we are in a bit of a quieter period. You think people at Netflix are looking at going? Paul Blart's in the top ten. We probably need to do something here. (laughs) (laughs) Quick, hurry up on Red Notice Two. Wait till you hear what's at number eight. So at number nine is a film called Nocebo. Okay, I've heard of this. It's a play on the word placebo. I think. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Well done. Um, I feel like it's a sort of film that's going to end up on our long list at some point. Uh, number eight is Evolution. The the alien film from the 90s? Yes, the alien film from the 90s with David Duchovny. Uh, yeah. Sean William Sean Scott. Will- I can't think of his name. Sean William Scott. My Netflix has been trying to make me watch that all week. Has Every it? time I turn it on, it's just pushed it at me. <laughs> that's random. That's it's so, so random. random. It's Throw it at me this week. And I you, imagine that's why it's going to the charts. Because you like, you like the, the X-Files. I do. I love David Duchovny. I mean... I've seen Evolution. I think I've seen it twice. I, I've, I don't I've know if I've seen it again. probably 20 years ago. Yeah, I went to the cinema to see it. When it was it. a five-year-old film. Yeah. I remember going to the cinema to see it. And I think I've watched it once since. But yeah, it's number eight in the Netflix top ten. Okay. Uh, Peter Rabbit 2 is at number seven. Okay, I can kind of get that. Is that the one with James Corden? Yeah. Yeah. No. You know. Put it on in front of your kids. Fine. <laughs> Number six is All Quiet on the Western Front. Makes sense. Yeah, I think, I think so. We think this is a re-entry. Yes, definitely. Because of, of the Oscar. It's claiming there's been 11 weeks in the charts. Success, yeah. Yeah. The Oscar ceremony would have happened by now. Yeah. I didn't know whether we should do a bit on the Oscars. Maybe we'll Maybe do. We'll, we'll talk about what you could have done if you were in our Discord. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we'll do like a bonus episode after the Oscars or something. Yeah. Because or... time has caught us out. Yeah, a little bit. That's why I did the game. We've done a game in the Discord, basically, where we pick the top five or six categories and everybody's made a prediction. We'll know by now, when this episode comes out, who's won. Yeah. Well, we won't, but we'll be close. Um, But yeah, everybody's predicted who they think. There's some crazy choices in there, but uh, but a lot of people have done it. So if you want to get in, it might be too late now, but come and join it. We do this sort of thing all the time. We've told you enough times to join the Discord. Yeah, just join it. Why are you not joining it? Uh, yeah, All Quiet on the Western Front's obviously gone back in because people are watching all the Oscar films in the lead up to the Oscars. Uh, number five is The Strays. I nearly watched this at the weekend, but I was told by our Discord not to, so I didn't. I also considered it. Apparently it's not very good. Yeah. So I didn't watch it. 
Uh, number four is The Unholy. Okay. Which also Netflix have been throwing at me this week. I feel like they feel like this is my sort of thing. It probably is. It's like a religious right up in your algorithms that is it really is uh number three is the punisher yeah the thomas jane and john travolta john travolta punisher yeah random again okay some random films in this top 10 this week i'd rather you put the uh the dolph lundgren one from the (laughs) 80s up uh number two is the fall now, th- there's been a bit of a controversy about the fall this week in our in it's our Discord just, once again. It's just fall. Is it just called fall? Sorry, yeah. P- apologies. Um, I was asked earlier this week if we could put this film on the long list. Yeah, and I did. Yeah, and then it went to number one, yeah. and it stayed at number one for a while. Yeah, and now it's at number two, <laughs> so I've taken it off our long list for now uh, because I don't feel like this is a bottom of the three movie. It is a bottom of the three. It movie. is a bottom of the three movie, but somehow it's staying at the top because of the three. Because there's nothing else around. <laughs> is it, this is a woman who's stuck on a on like a, a rig. Yeah, I, I, I would love like to watch halfway it. Halfway up I, her radio mast. It's apparently it's terrible. Yeah, I'm I know sure. somebody who has seen it. Um, I want to watch it, but I can't watch it if it's going to go back on the long list. <laughs> so I'm kind of like stuck between the two halves of my personality here. So at the minute, it's not on there. Okay. Uh, because it's number two on Netflix. But we'll see how, if it plummets over the next yep. few weeks. It may go back on. And uh, number one is We Have a Ghost. Sure. I still haven't watched this. I don't... I've got to be honest. I, I said to this, you to this. Yeah. I said this to you <laughs> off air. I said you to this. Oh my God. It's because you've been watching The Mandalorian and Yoda's in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, your words in the wrong order. He can't speak yet. Oh, okay. He's only a little baby. Uh, still, isn't like four seasons in now? It shouldn't be. Yeah, they take ages. Should, shouldn't it be teenage Yoda by now? Yeah, they take ages. I suppose. He's like a million years old, isn't he? So. Anyway. <laughs> I said to you, you put me off watching We Have a Ghost you last did. week yeah. when you told me it was two hours and two 15, hours, minutes. 15 minutes long. Yeah. I feel like it's too long for a comedy about a ghost. ghost. <laughs> I think I will watch it. I just feel like it's going to have to be at a point where I've literally got nothing else to watch. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just hanging around in the charts. And it's doing all right. Um, but it's too long. I said that we had this exact conversation last week. It's too long. It doesn't need that's a ninety minute movie right yeah. there. Not a hundred and forty five minute movie or whatever it is. <laughs> it's too long. Listen to us. We know what we're talking about. Should we do TV? Yeah, and don't kick your football in my back garden either. <laughs> <laughs> Why you level? <laughs> uh, top ten TV in the UK uh, for Netflix at the minute. It's currently number ten. Sex Life season one. Yeah. Uh, eighth week in the charts. I feel like let's come back because Sex Life Season 2 come out. 100%. You, uh, Season 4. I would have expected that to be higher. But this is the we're in the lull between the, in the gap between that Season 4 parts, aren't we? We are. So that may be why that's dropped out. Uh, number 8 is Next in Fashion Season 2. I didn't know that was bad. I watched Season 1 of that. Did you? Yeah, it's all right. Okay. It's the fashion guy from Queer Eye. Okay. And they're just, just fashion design. Just fashion reality. Joke. Okay. Uh, number seven is Outer Banks season two. Yeah. That's because season three's just come out. Uh, Perfect Match season one. What's that? Any ideas? Uh, it's about a, a factory and how they their quest to make the perfect match. Like a match factory. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how they like strike swan, the balance <laughs> between stick and head <laughs> on the match. You could never get a balance between stick and head. No. Um, okay, we're looking at the poster. I don't think it is that. Right. Um, but it might be. 
Oh, also in that Jamie Demetrio special, the Love Island ripoff yeah. thing was really good. That, that's what this is. Yeah, that's Perfect what this match is. is like it's a, a Love Island Go ripoff. and live on a beach and yeah. sex each other up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Number five is Outer Banks season one. Um, again, season three has just come out. Um, number four is The Murdoch Murders, a Southern Scandal limited series. That's <laughs> too long. It's too long a title. It's got two colons in it, that <laughs> title. It's not, it's not needed. Uh, I'm going to watch this. Uh, it's been recommended to me a few times now. So also, can it, it is it pronounced the murder murders? I think it is. Mur- <laughs> Murdow, I think it's pronounced. Okay. Mur- Mur- Murdoch? I don't know. Murder murders. We'll go with that. Uh, number three is Sex Life Season 2. Yeah. So that's just come out, as I just said. Is that That's the really naughty one, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Formula One, Drive to Survive Season 5. Is it number two? Is there anything more boring than Formula One? I mean, look, at least you've got to give it to Netflix uh, that's the marketing's lined up because it was the first Formula One race. True, last they've, weekend they've managed to so. schedule them at the right point. Yeah. In the so beginning. I guess, I guess this is the reality show of the previous season. I, I guess presume. so. Who cares? Yeah, I'm not. I don't, it doesn't seem like five minutes since the last season. I don't want to like Formula One. It's not interesting. <laughs> no. Just it's just boring people driving in circles. I always thought like I don't. I don't think there'd be many worst sports to go to as a spectator than Formula One. Oh yeah, can you imagine? What are you getting out of that? Occasionally, you just go and then you, you wait yeah. five seconds for the next one to go. Yeah, you, you, know, you can't see anything at that speed. Surely, they're just yeah. like blurs going past you. Eh, each to their own. Pointless, pointless, <laughs> stupid sport for stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> and the number one. It's Outer Banks season three. Outer Banks has just been, it's an, it's been renewed for a fourth season. Has it really? Yeah. A lot of people at work love it. I yeah. did the first season of it. I didn't really get into it. I've never it. watched it. I've, I've watched the first. It's just like a soap opera. Yeah. But no, I couldn't get into it. I struggled with it. So I, I haven't done season two or season three. But a lot of people at work are really into it. Is it um, sexy people? Yeah, I think so. On yeah. an island in a sort of post-apocalyptic. No, or? I don't think it's post-apocalyptic. Oh, it it's... Okay. Um, it's more like a mystery series, I think. In the first series, they find a body on a sunken ship. Okay. And they have to try and get to the bottom of why. Cool. It's more. It's like a soap opera. It's okay. boring. I feel quite outspoken. Absolutely dealing some fire <laughs> I, am, I don't today. know why. I apologise. Uh, okay, that's the top tens done. Shall we move on to the real talk for the week? Yeah, this week's real talk because uh, we are coming up to Mother's Day in here the UK, in the UK. Is Mother's Day this coming Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and we love our mothers. Sure. Sure do. Uh, so simply the real talk. Who are the best and worst movie and TV mothers? Yeah. Easy as that. Easy as that. Not open my phone. Nor have I. <laughs> <laughs> We're so bad at prep. We don't do any prep. I think we did get one on Instagram and I think it was from your wife. Oh, nice. She was talking about uh, putting something on. She said, I am the best mother. No, she didn't say that. <laughs> Um, she's put best mother is Jamie Lee Curtis in Freaky Friday. Okay, yeah, yeah. Up for that. yeah. That's she's it's Lindsay Lohan, isn't it? Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, good answer, Mrs. Nick. I I've got to say, go on. I found worst much easier to do than best. Yeah, I was saying this at work the other day because it's like it's difficult because there's not many movies about happy families. I guess there's then less. There's, drama there's more movies. In that. Of, yeah, exactly. There's not much drama. There's more drama in a bad mother. Okay. Uh, shall I start with the Discord? Uh, yes, do it. Smileyton. Uh, Don't think I've got any on Twitter anyway. Nominates. Uh, I'm sure I put one on there, but there you go. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Oh, you did. <laughs> in the Discord, Smileyton nominates um, 
Kevin's mother from Home Alone. As I don't know, I don't understand his <laughs> message. He said he's put a gif of her and then still thinking of my choice for worst. Wink. Oh, so he's being funny. I he's, think so. Yeah. <laughs> she's definitely not the best. That's what you say. She lost a kid twice. Exactly. Yeah, uh, she's Wayne definitely in, one of the Wayne worst. Wayne in the Discord says uh, Sarah Connor from Terminator. She's one of the best mothers. Goes through some shit times just to save a waster of a kid. That's a good answer. Uh, worst, Gemma Teller from Sons of Anarchy. Horrible person. Uh, any mother who stabs their daughter-in-law in the head with a kitchen fork deserves a place on this list. I agreed. I, I don't think she's a movie mother, but okay, we'll let that up. Movie, TV. We movie. didn't say TV or movie. Oh, did we? But, <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, Alex it usually is. is. Alex in the Discord says, Best, Frances McDormand as Mildred Hayes in three billboards outside of Ebbing. Missouri, that absolute badass. That's the gift that he's put on Twitter. Because I was like, okay. I don't know who that is. <laughs> uh, worst, Mother Gothel entangled dog shit person. Dog yeah. shit person. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen Tangled. Can't comment. Uh, she's, also, I haven't seen Free Billboards. So Alex says, "Can that, he?" At least he was polite. He says, "Can I add a favorite from TV?" Yes. <laughs> Wayne can't, but Alex can. <laughs> Coach's wife from Friday Night Lights. Uh, Alex, okay, yeah. Alex says, "I love my mum, but she's not Connie Britton." That's harsh. <laughs> Alex's mum's awesome. That is harsh. <laughs> um, uh, Ross Cook in the Discord says, Helen Parr from The Incredibles. She's the best mum. She's hard enough to raise kids, let alone ones with superpowers. True. At worst, Margaret White from Carrie did oh. not handle her superpower daughter nearly as well. <laughs> Certainly did not. That was going to be one of my picks. I well. like the uh, the good and bad sides of the coin there. <laughs> Uh, it's my reason says best Sandra Bullock in the Blind Side. I've not seen the Blind Side. I haven't side. seen the Blind Side either. Is that she won an Oscar for that? Didn't she, she did. Uh, Is that the one where she won the Oscar and the Razzie in the same year? I don't know. I think it was. Uh, Chris from Time Shifters podcast says Anakin's mum in the first Star Wars prequel doesn't win any awards. A bearded stranger drifts into town, <laughs> says, "Your kid's special. I want to take him away." <laughs> She's like, "Okay." That's a fair point. That's a very fair point. I'll give him that one. Um. I got, I got a couple of nominations for me in, in, in there. Uh, the Other Mother from Coraline Ooh. is a worst mum. Yeah, that's a bad one. That's some creepy stuff. Yeah, that is creepy. Buttons for eyes. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, didn't like her. Uh your best as the mother from Coraline. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Mandy Cohen is my other nomination. Who's Mandy Cohen? <laughs> She's Brian's mother from The Life of Brian. Oh. <laughs> 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 I didn't actually realise until this week that the her character was called Mandy. Oh, I didn't like... know that. There we go. That's a good answer. I did not know that. It, which one did you put on Twitter? I can't, I can't remember. I think. <laughs> oh, it was, it was Lorraine McFly. It was, yeah, Mrs. McFly. Yeah, don't try and best or worst. off with your own son. <laughs> she didn't know though. To be fair, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, but also, like, she was pretty shallow because as soon as George McFly hit Biff, she was. Yeah, true. Well, no, I'll go with you. Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> right, anyway. <laughs> but I thought I struggled with best. I thought maybe... I'm really struggling um, with best. Even now I'm struggling. Maybe Molly Weasley from the Harry oh, Potter that's films. that's a good She's got to put up with some shit. That's All them kids show. are horrible. I was thinking of... Weird the, ginger kids. Yeah, the, yeah, she's got loads of ginger kids <laughs> yeah. as well. It's, it's not an easy life. No. <laughs> I was thinking of... Um, I don't know her name. Apologies. The the mother from Room. Oh right, yeah, uh, yeah, Brie yeah. Larson. Yeah, um, she's a good mother. She saves that child yeah. by sending him out into the the world. That's but true. I really struggled with best. I just I genuinely can't think of one. 
Marge Simpson. She a good mother. No, I mean, not, oh, no, she no, wasn't. There is a, a Simpsons movie. movie. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, worst, I think I'm going with Mama Fratelli from The Goonies. Great choice. But I also think all of the mothers in The Goonies are pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> especially Mikey's mother, she's just, she's terrible when she just lets them all go and they go yeah. off on their adventure and then. Yeah, all the mothers in the Goonies, but Mama Fratelli's the worst mother. Yeah, so that's a good shout. Yeah. In fact, I I'm sorry, I don't, I can't remember the actress's name, but she was also the mama in Throw Mama from the Train. She was indeed, yeah. And she's a terrible mama in that <laughs> as well. Yeah. She's just a generally bad mother. Yeah. Rest in peace, whatever <laughs> your name was. I'm sure she's dead. She must be. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel safe in saying that she is, will be resting in I feel here. like we need to give her a shout. Yeah. Let me find her. But what a character. Oh, yeah. What an actress. What an actress. What a wonderful portrayal of a bad mother. I remember as a kid, I mean, Goon is one of my most watched movies anyway. Petrified of that woman. Yeah, absolutely. Anne Ramsey, her name is. Yeah. Um, she is dead. She died in 1988. Okay. She's only 59. Wow. Wow. That's really young. Yeah. That means she was only like, Mid fifties. Mid fifties when she made that film. Yeah. Wow. Mama Fratelli was like fourteen years older than us when she <laughs> made that film. Um, yeah. Rest in peace to uh, Anne Ramsey. But for me, she's the worst mother. Okay. Oh, well, she did raise that kid. The one she didn't want to, <laughs> but did. So, but she did raise a couple of murderers as well. Yeah. So. Good real talk. I think I enjoyed yeah. that one. It was a tough one though. I thought it would be a nice, light-hearted, easy one, but it was actually quite tough. Yeah, there's some bad mothers out there. There are, but there are some good mothers too. Yeah. It's Mother's Day. We were just talking about bad mothers. That's terrible. Cool, I think we've done a wave. Well, obviously, our mothers are the best. Absolutely. So, Mama's better than your mum. <laughs> <laughs> if my mum wasn't my mum, yeah. I'd want your mum as my mum. Same. So, Me too. There you go. She's raised a lovely son. <laughs> My mum. Yeah, your brother's great. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's not. Is he? <laughs> I think we've done a wave. Yeah. I think that's all the waving we can do for this week. Sure. Should we go away and record a movie show on an Italian movie about a man who lives on an island? Sure. Let's I'm 100% looking forward to doing that. Me too. So, yeah, we're, we're going to get out of here now. We're done with the wave. Come back on Thursday for the movie show. Cheers. Bye. Bye.